What's up, boys? Episode 14, December 8th, 2022. It is Pretend to Be a Time Traveler Day. So, think about that for a minute. I guess you could go back to any point in time. For me, it would be draft day, where I assembled quite possibly the worst team I've ever put together. So, I don't know how many time travels you get, but I know I'd use one for that, so that I wouldn't be in the position that I'm in right now. So, think about that. Time traveler day. Let me know what you what you would time travel to, or what you would do. So, this is a look back at week 13, the second to last week in the fantasy football regular season. This is... The D12 Nation Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host, the CEO of Hurt Not Injured, HNI for short, live from the lab. Again, we're not looking in the mirror anymore. We've been in spoiler mode for the past two weeks. We got absolutely obliterated this past week by Stadel Nino, as we did the first time we played Stadel Nino and pretty much everybody else we played this year. We're eliminated, but it is rivalry week. We had one in week three, and our league, because it's the best there is, put rivalry week at the last week of the regular season. So note to all you other leagues, do that. It is electric. As always, the 300% formula updated from 250%. You heard that last week. 50% get your guy, 50% fantasy team name, 50% scoring the most points, as CoMC coined, 50% guys performing. I believe, I'm not, I can't remember who that was. Please correct me, group chat. And 50% not losing the close games on Monday Night Football, coined by the Witching Hour. And 50%, you got to play some sort of defense, which HNI knows nothing about. And that was coined by 1%. So that all adds up to 300%. You got those six parts of 50%. You're operating 300% capacity. You're probably flying in to the playoffs. Good for you. Uh, The Top Gun model. Let me tell you. It is almost foolproof. Since the studs, the start your studs, added Corey Davis. They've been one of the hottest teams in the league. And he plays for who? The Jets. Three of the top five teams all have Jets, at least one on their roster. So those two things, if you've learned anything this year from this league and this podcast, it's the 300% formula and the Top Gun model. Put Jets on your roster. Try it. Give you a little boost. Log jam. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about in the log jam heading into the playoffs. So we'll get to all that. Uh, the On today's show, we've got, as always, other pertinent news. Our initial reactions, our top three, maybe more, maybe not as much. Always more, though. Uh, three words, more or less. The pun down, a special edition of the Week 13 breakdown this week. Uh, we had zero power animal results, I think, for the third week in a row, but not so fast, my friend. That will change this coming week. We have a standings update and a week 14 preview. We have the shambles-o-meter, the poll of the day, and 
the interview is back. A very special guest joins us this show. All right, let's get right into it. Other pertinent news. Team USA loses. That was a real shame. Shame of the century. However, it was electric to watch them uh, and get hyped for the Saturday morning game leading into conference championship Saturday. Um, so 2026, it's our year, calling it right now. Um, the college football SEC playoff, not so much. They tried. Nick Saban was all over the TV lobbying, doing whatever he could after T- after TCU and USC both lost their conference championship games. The conference championship game for all USCC fans is and uh, Ohio State fans that wanted your team in so badly is when you play on the last weekend while everybody else sits at home and does nothing. So you should not be punished for losing on conference championship weekend. I heard somebody, Shannon Sharp, say every year or every, you know, when you lose, you go down. That's what happens. It's like, yeah, well, when everybody's playing, yes, you can lose and drop in the rankings. But when only, what, 16 teams are playing? That's not how it works, pal. So take a back seat. Beavs had a strong finish to the year. Congrats to all the Beavs. Things are looking up. Keep the trans keep the transfer transfer portal away. Okay, all that talk. All right. So the final four set: Michigan or uh, Georgia, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State. Awesome, great, great uh, color matchup. We got red and black and maize and blue and purple and black and. I don't even – Ohio State fans will probably get mad. I don't know what their red is. But anyways, so championship weekend college football. All the talk show hosts got exactly what they wanted so they could all sit around and and give their quality of wins and, control, you know, game control and all these made-up numbers they wanted to be like, well, Alabama should be in. They got two losses when they finished fourth in their conference and somehow ranked ahead of the third team in the conference to beat them at dad. Uh, so, no, they got it right. USC should have won. That would have been awesome. It would have been set, but their quarterback got hurt. So, they tried to rig it, but they did make the right decision. I'm proud of them. So, Good for them. Good for you, College Playoff Committee, if you're listening. So there you go. FCS playoffs also going on. You got the quarterfinals this weekend all over ESPN, four games. So football to look forward to this weekend. Go Tribe, William & Mary, all the way. Let's go, baby. Uh, Other news, Christmas decorations going up, currently in the process. Got them on the bushes outside. Got the colorful lights around the kids' play area. We are in full Christmas mode, Christmas tree, almost decorated. We're going to take care of that this weekend. So everybody, get to it. Enjoy the Christmas lights. It's nice to sit in your uh, recliner on your couch late at night when you're watching football to the soft glow of the Christmas tree. It's fantastic. Uh, the transfer portal is wide open, and we're getting social media letters everywhere. So there was a guy from Mississippi State who quoted Mike Leach. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, but since I'm I'm a soft player and they didn't want me anyway, I guess I'll go find somewhere else to play. I think he was from Mississippi State. Coach Prime to Colorado. The Buffs are back. His speech was electric when he addressed the team, basically called them all sorry and told them to get out. 
He's bringing his own his own luggage. Electric, epic speech from Coach Prime. And we want to ask the question, do we think the Colorado Buffs could beat the Denver Broncos right now? Let's just go ahead and get out in front of it. Also, I burned some leaves this week. Uh, I was sick over the weekend. had to miss work for a day or two. So I was outside getting some sunlight um, and cleaned up the yard, made a big old pile of leaves, burned them up, had the wheelbarrow out. Guess you could call me Joe Barrow, um, Braxton Barrow, Eos, whatever you want to call me. I was out there putting in the time. So that's what I was up to the past few days. All right. Poll of the week. Here it is. It's Christmas time, holiday season. Gifts flying around. So, are you a gift bag person, or do you like to wrap the presents? There you go. We'll get into that a little later. Initial reaction: four days late from Week 13 in the NFL. We start with Thursday night, as always. Buffalo, New England, and we're just going to go ahead and coin this right here. I haven't seen it yet. Matt Patricia, because holy moly, how do you get inside the ten? You got DBs out there catching touchdowns. You got, you're on the, you're inside the 10. You don't give the ball to Ramondre once. So come on, dude, get it together. Act like you coached offense before. Wait, you haven't. All right. Also in the NFL, Russ's bathroom to TD ratio. I think he has to average at least one. There was a, some social media or Twitter account that said he had 12 bathrooms in his house. And I think he's only got, I don't know how many passing touchdowns, but he's got to average one at least over the next few games to, to pass his bathroom total in his house. Sam Darnold still 1-0, even though they didn't play this week. Chase Baker out of town. Uh, Mike White's season was ruined by Braxton Berrios. He should have caught that ball. That would have been an electric comeback. That game was awesome. A lot of fun to watch. Um, the, the Vikings travel to the Lions this, this week, and the Lions are a wagon right now. They got playoff hope. But as fate would have it, the commanders and the Giants tied, which, of course, hurts the Lions. <laughs> so some sort of butterfly effect there. Uh, Texans switching back to Davis Mills after Kyle Allen. Who would have thought that would have been a bad idea? Everybody. Josh Jacobs still on a tear. And the Raiders are, the Raiders are rolling. Uh, they're a lot of fun to watch right now. So win city. There you go. Seahawks needed to lose. I thought they were going to lose the Rams. They did not. How dare you, Geno Smith? Unbelievable. Stop it. We're down to our third string quarterback, San Francisco. So we need you to just lose a game or two again. Uh, Baker Mayfield, a Ram that made the spooky ghost pretty happy. So I heard he's got his shirt and his jersey ordered on the way. OBJ tour continues. He was in Dallas. They were chanting his name. He was with Micah Parsons. So we'll see where he ends up. Probably not even going to play until the playoffs. So whoever stashed him on their roster, nice try. Or maybe he will play. I don't know. And a cool, the game between Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati was phenomenal. Just two good teams. Burrow is 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes. I'm claiming that as the, the next, you know, Brady and Manning type deal. But at the same point, he's also 0-4 against the Browns. So riddle me that, Joe Burrow. Uh, A.J. Brown gets his revenge. 
Eagles stomped the Titans and they fired their GM. I guess that was the problem of why they couldn't score points. And again, we mentioned it before, the tie between the, the Giants and the Commanders. Nothing worse than watching a tie. It's like you just watch the whole game and there's, you're intense and all of a sudden it ends and like nobody wins and you're just left like with your hands up like, well, all right, I guess, I guess that's the end of that. So anyways, that ended up hurting the Lions so and helped both of them. So who knows what's going to happen. Uh, they play again in two weeks. That game got flexed. Uh, poor Chicago. They can't <laughs> just they can't beat Aaron Rodgers in Chicago. I think that's eight straight for him. Good for good for him, I guess. I don't know. I guess the Packers are still alive. Um, and then the Najee stiff arm. I think they were playing the Falcons. Holy moly! Threw him all the way to all the way to the Earth's core. Bounced him off the turf like a like a basketball. That was nuts. Steelers win. They're kind of hot. So they got the Ravens, who don't have Lamar this week. We'll see what happens with that. And yours truly, my favorite team, the Niners, put an absolute dog walking all over the vaunted Dolphins offense. Now, granted, they scored the first play of the game. That was terrifying. I thought it was about to be a disaster. And then things got worse because Jimmy G went out. But we got the Brockett ship, baby. It's Brocktober. Actually, no, it's Brockvember. And we're rolling with Brock Purdy. Let's go, baby. Uh, Sunday night football. Holy smokes. That was, it looked bad, but it was actually a close game until the fourth quarter. And then Matt Matt Ryan was just decimated in the pocket. He was crawling around on the ground back there, like, you know, the uh, from Home Alone. That movie's on all over the place right now. Whenever uh, the second one, I think, is when he gets electrocuted and uh, Marv's crawling around on the ground. I know you can picture that, so that's what Matt Ryan looked at, uh, like out there. Monday Night Football was a dud all the way up until like the last five minutes, and then Father Tom, not time, does it again. It's Rashad White, which was a hilarious DFS or a Daily Fantasy DraftKings thing for my brother. That was funny. So Buccaneers go to San Francisco this week, baby. Let's go. All right. Roster. La Vista, baby. Um, we start not too much action. There was some money thrown around. RBU Revolution picks up Tyler Huntley because they have Lamar Jackson. They drop 30 bones on Mr. Huntley. Funny thing, they have Tyler Huntley, and then the Ravens signed Brett Huntley. So they've got Huntley and Huntley as their quarterbacks, I think. Uh, the start your studs pick up Isaiah McKenzie, who went for $0, which was interesting. He's been hot as of late. Now, the studs are streaking, so uh, the witching hour picks up Travis Homer, uh, trying to get some of that Seattle Seahawks running back action with uh, Walker Hurt. DK's piercings picks up Jared Goff in probably what is going to be a super high over-under this weekend when they play the Vikings. Spooky Ghost. Bolster the old tight end room with Dolce de Leche Dolcich. Uh, 30 bucks. Guess they really needed a tight end. Um, especially for that offense in the bathroom uh, uh, chart for Russ Wilson. 401k picks up Bobby Trees. Robert Woods from the Titans. Uh, team uh, Stadel Nino picks up Tony Jones Jr. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. So there you go. That's the uh, roster updates for this week heading into the final week. All right. Let's get to some awards. 
we've got the hot and streamy start of the week. That goes to RBU Revolution. We don't talk about defense as much on this, but holy moly, picked them up, and they put on an absolute clinic against the Texans. Woo! The benchiest beaver of the week in the same matchup, because this was decided by a very small margin, goes to the Birds of War for not playing John Dotson over Jacoby Myers or Van Jefferson. That would have won you the uh, the match and stopped your three-game losing streak. Oh, Put out the old sad song for them. Sorry about you, Birds of War. There's still time. All right. A very special pun down coming up. Three words more or less. Let's get into it. Okay, this is the world famous three words more or less pun down week 13 holiday edition. Let's go. First matchup as we as we reach double digit losses. It's three and ten hurt hurt not injured. Took on Stadel Nino, who had the highest score. I think they did this to us last time. Uh H and I hurt not injured eighty eight point nine three. Stadel Nino one fifty four point one six. Congrats on winning the high score and the money. The headline reads Tick. The halls with points aplenty. Amon Ra 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 St. Brown. As Hurt Not Injured gets Cole in their or Cole and Sutton in their stocking. Wow, butcher that one time, guy. Uh it's supposed to be a joke about how Corlin Sutton was terrible. So nailed it. Uh next matchup. Start your studs, one of the hottest teams in the league. Take on the Spooky Ghost, who was on the highest win streak in the league. So the studs, 93.88, and the Spooky Ghost, 89.38, one of their lowest outputs of the season. And the headline reads, Oh, Christian tree, oh, Christian tree, how lovely are thy hamstrings with all your speed, Christian Watson. As the ghosts were burned like chestnuts roasting on an open fryer mooth. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get through some of these without laughing. Uh, studs have Christian Watson, ghosts have Pat Fryermuth. All right, next matchup new management, another hot team making a push. These two teams, the studs and management. Uh, New management, 137.97, 401k, trust savings, 109.44. The headline reads, Felice Devante Dodd, Felice Devante Dodd, we want to wish you a merry Digsmas, as 401k was left Mahomes alone. New management had Devante Adams and Stephon Diggs. 401k had Patrick Mahomes. Uh, next matchup. <laughs> DK's piercings. I still don't believe they're out of the playoffs. Take on the Sad Cats. DK's piercings, 95.75. Sad Cats, 70.83. The 
The headline reads, Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh over the Justin Fields we go, laughing all the way as the little drummer Boyds followed the North Star all the way home after the loss. DK's has Justin Fields. Sadcats has Tyler Boyd. Next matchup, Birds of War take on, trying to end their losing streak, take on the RBU, RBU Revolution. RBU Revolution 125.96, Birds of War 117.95. So you could see that Jahan Dotson would have been clutch. But a great play by the RBU Revolution to play the Browns defense. The headline reads, It's beginning to look a lot like Swiftmus. DeAndre Swift for RBU. Uh, and the prettiest sight to see is the Barkley that may be on your own front door when you walk through, not in the playoffs. As Birds of War is Saquon Barkley. Okay, final matchup. One percent. Uh, this was a big matchup. Big time matchup here for one percent as they had to get points in the win because they don't have a lot of points for their playoff bid. But one percent, one oh three point four loses to the witching hour, one oh seven point zero three. Witching hour wins this one. The headline reads C D sidewalks. C D sidewalks. Dressed in holiday style. Witching hour at C D Lamb. As 1% was singing Skyland Night, Skymore in their lineup didn't work out. So there you have it, the very special holiday edition of the pun down. It'll be a little different next week because we'll probably only highlight the playoff matchups. So we'll see what happens. Let's get to the standings. Spooky Ghosts 11 and 2 hold firm. They lose their eight game winning streak. It's the Del Nino in second at 11 and 2. They tie, so a little bit of you can see all these all these games coming up are going to have some matchups. The Del Nino on a three game winning streak. RBU Revolution 9 and 4 sitting in third on a three game winning streak. Witching Hour 7 and 6 on a two game winning streak. They're in fourth. Management at 6 and new management coming soon at 6 and 7 they've climbed their way all the way back up into the top 5 at number 5 in the 6th and final playoff spot belongs to the birds of wars they've been hanging on at 6 and 7 on a three game losing streak right behind them at the 7th spot 401k at 6 and 7 on a two game losing streak in 8th is the start your studs at 6 and 7 on a three game winning streak and in Ninth is one percent at six and seven. In tenth is DK's piercings at five and eight. In eleventh is hurt not injured. Yours truly three and ten on a three game losing streak. We stink. We know it. We'll get better. And then in twelfth, um, two and eleven the sad cats on a six game losing streak. So it is rivalry rivalry week. We will preview that. Uh, a little bit now and then a little bit with our matchup names in the next segment. But right now we've got Spooky Ghost taking on DK's piercings in a turtle battle. See if DK's piercings can get his shell back, get his shelf together. Um, 
So DKs could play a little spoiler here. Pop Spooky Ghost right out of that number one spot. So that game's got intrigues. The Del Nino takes on the start your studs and a must-win game for the studs. Studs win this. It'll be four in a row. They're right up there in the points battle. Not too far behind, so they could still make a little noise, especially with the Birds of War hanging on. Uh, and then RBU Revolution takes on 401k, must win for 401k. Uh, they do have a lot of points, so they can they can get some help and get in. Witching Hour, 7 and 6, takes on Hurt Not Injured, 3 and 10. There is nothing more that I would like as Hurt Not Injured to beat the Witching Hour. Knock him all the way down and all these other teams win, and he misses. I will get a t-shirt made, as I talked about in the interview. So that's really our whole season right now, is getting that done. Um, uh, new management at six and seven takes on sad cats. So, uh, they win that they're in, they got a 67% chance birds of war at a 60% chance at six and seven, they take on 1%. So that is pretty big. That's 1% has to win it. They got a 15% chance and <laughs> birds of war has to win it or they're knocked out. So, but Birds of War's got a lot of points, so they lead the points category in the sixth spot right now. So, they have a good week and hold firm, they'll be in. But there's a lot that can happen. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six teams right now battling for the last three spots, basically. Witching Hours at 83%, New Management at 67%, Birds of War at 60%. 401k at 50%, start your studs at 26%, 1% at 15% chance to make the playoffs. So I rank these uh, these matchups as far as uh, power ranking of which one's the easiest. Right now, new management's got the easiest road playing the Sad Cats. The Witching Hour would seem to have the second easiest road, but again, it is rivalry week, even though we have zero player, we have five players out on our roster from buys. Um, and Corlin Sutton, who's doubtful. The third um, is going to be, third and fourth would be Birds of War taking on 1%. They're both six and seven, so they're right there in the middle. That's a, you win it, you're, you may be in, you lose, you're definitely out. The the fifth hardest would be 401k as they take on RBU during rivalry week and RBU's on a three-game winning streak. So they've been putting up some numbers ever since they rebranded. And the toughest road is the studs who have the least amount of points for this group. Well, second least. And they have to take on the absolute wagon of Stadel Nino. So they have the toughest road, but they're on a three-game winning streak, so you can't count out. There you go. That's a little bit more of an in-depth breakdown of the standings in the playoff outlook. Let's get a little more detailed with our Week 14 preview. Okie doke. Week 14 preview. One week left. Rivalry week. Rivalry. That is so hard to say. Rivalry week. Log jam. You just heard it. Boom. Logs everywhere. Piled up, people trying to get in, trying to get down the creek. 
Uh, we have one power animal matchup. Fantastic. Love it. This is a great, this was star. This is one of the best ones. Gifts, turtle gifts everywhere. It was spectacular. Uh, DK's Pearson is trying to get a shell back. Um, in the bye weeks, what is up with the NFL week 14? It's just decimating me, killing me. Um, first matchup, we mentioned it earlier, Hurt Not Injured versus Witching Hour. This is called the Witch's Brew de Gras. Can the Witching Hour just beat little old Hurt Not Injured and get into the playoffs? Or will Hurt Not Injured wreck his season? And just that would just be our championship, and we'd be happy with that. And then start your studs, take on Stadel Nino. And this is a what-do-you-have-left-in-the-tank game. I mean, studs, hottest team in the league. A two, three-game winning streak's being put on the line. Only one can last. So what do you have left in the tank? Studs, can you get it done? And Stadel Nino, can you ever take the top seed? Third matchup, 401k versus RBU Revolution. And this is a glass half full or half empty because RBU can't really lose any ground. They're pretty much firmly in the three. But 401k, they've got a 50%. So it's either going to be half full or half empty for them. So, fourth matchup, new management taking on the Sad Cats. This is a punch your ticket versus wreck the halls. New management, you win this game, you gotta, you're probably going to be in. I, you're almost certainly going to be in. But if the sad cats wreck your halls, oh man, that'd probably make them pretty happy. And new management's got the craziest line, like we mentioned in the interview. Um, they play both Dallas running backs, and I think they have three Raiders pass catchers. It's electric. DK's piercings takes on the spooky ghost. And I went on a little bit of a, <laughs> I went on a little bit of a run here of things we could do this holiday related. So we've got the silver shells, silver shells. And then we've got jingle shells. And then we've got no shell, no shell. There we go. I'll let those guys duke it out to what they want to call it. <laughs> so, um, that one's, I still don't believe DK's is out. I know he's got, it It says zero beside his name. I just don't believe he's dead. I think it would take a miracle, but he doesn't have a lot of points. Maybe that's what it is. All right. And the final one is the 1% versus Birds of War. This is a luggage game. This is a two-on-one date game if you're a Bachelor fan, where they take two people on one date. One comes home. The other one, their luggage is escorted to them as they leave the facility. So there you go. Bachelor show showdown. All right, there you go. That was a week fourteen preview. A little bit long winded. This episode's a little longer. We got a we got an interview, so it's going to be over an hour. But that's okay. We got a lot of good stuff on there. All right. Poll of the week: gift bag or wrapping paper? When you give your gifts, I am a wrapping paper guy. I love everything about wrapping gifts. I love folding the paper and creasing it up, and then folding it on top and laying the tape on there. It, and the sound the paper makes. And I think it's fun when the kids open the gifts. So I'm a big time wrapping paper guy. Um, so that's me. Let us know what you think in our question. Uh, I'll put it up in the uh, podcast. The shambles meter It's got to be the birds of war right now. Three games still for the second week in a row. Three game losing streak. Playing their arch rival. Hey, can he get it turned around? 
Um, and then the shambles meter is the uh, people having to watch a tie. That was terrible. So shame on you. New York Giants and Washington Commanders. All right. That's the that's all that. Um now we get to a very special interview. The interview is back, so enjoy. We now welcome on a very not special guest, my greatest adversary. Why did I do this to myself? But for the brand for the league this was the only interview that was appropriate for week 14 heading into the playoffs our second rivalry week my biggest rivalry the witching hour ceo he goes by also the sorcerer the wizard the trade machine the legion of brooms it is the witching hour welcome to the show how you doing brother I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I look forward to uh, hashing things out about Rivalry Week live on the air. Yes, this is one of the greatest things we ever did. If you're listening and you're in another league, put in a Rivalry Week immediately. It's so much fun. Absolutely. Got to have a Rivalry Week. Especially because it's the week before playoffs for us, and that makes it even better. So I am an absolute purgatory mode as people are listening to this they probably looked at my roster and i'm gonna have to drop some i'm gonna have to drop like legit players to even field a roster this week <laughs> we look forward to picking them up off the waiver wire so I, thank you for that no, it's in advance. So bad, man i feel like it's you know it's not only am i pathetic this year i'm like i'm gonna inevitably give somebody else a pathway to success and i'm just you know I'm like the guy, I'm like Mario when he steps on one of those like spiky guys and the coins go everywhere. Is that Sonic? <laughs> That's Sonic. <laughs> oh, so. man. Anyways, enough of my misery. So, well, welcome I can never on. have enough of your misery, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I like the, I don't even know what our rivalry is. Do you have those numbers? But you have just smoked me the past few years. <laughs> I, I think that's how it became a rivalry was because you were mad every time we would play because I just always had your number and then and then it turned into we had to become bitter rivals because you wanted to beat me. Which you have yeah. once or twice. I know. That's the thing. Like it's only happened a handful of times. <laughs> Jeez, man. Anyways, let's get into the questions. This is what you're here for. You got anything you want to lead off with? Oh no, I'll let you uh I'll let you run the okay. show. I'm just happy to be here. First question. Who's better at Call of Duty, you or me? Oh you're gonna make me <laughs> roast you live on the air like that. I mean I I have a rebuttal, don't you worry. Let's let's be honest. Adam is an amazing <laughs> teammate on Call of Duty, and we put together a number of Warzone victories during the pandemic, but Straight up, I'd have to take me. Yes, I would have to agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> but you need the, the teammate, the teammate guy that can do anything and is gonna lay it all on the line for the boys, and that's Adam. So I would do that, yes. Which is why I had the second most victories of our group 
Oh, yes, you do have more like, victories than me. That's fair. Oh, locker room guy. I'm like a game manager. I'm like the Niners, basically. <laughs> got all these You're elite Jimmy players. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't don't do anything stupid, which I ultimately would. So I was basically anyways. <laughs> there you go. That Call of Duty great. talk. That's how this rivalry turned into a great friendship was spending hours at night playing Call of Duty. Oh <laughs> yeah. I and he's not kidding. I mean, we probably logged hundreds of hours. It was almost an every night activity. And then we would sometimes roll that into late night PGA. Oh Ooh, those were the days. That's when we used to put a little money on the put a little skin on in the game, literally. Oh yeah. And uh, I think we came out net even on that because we would literally just one night he would win the next night I would win and we would just Venmo each other $20 back and forth. (laughs) It would just be a bunch of transactions (laughs) equaling zero. Nobody made any net profit. Nobody made any money, but we had a great time. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. Those were, we put, we had a, we had like, there was like six of us. You ended up kind of merging into part of my friend group from all over the country. So it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, that was kind of how this, uh, our other fantasy crossover league started, right? Yes. Which fate would have it. You are preventing me from getting in that playoffs as well. I was going to ask you if you had noticed that I could uh, potentially end your season there as well. <laughs> Twice. I'm going to get hit with, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be like, uh, Ace Ventura when he gets the double swords in his legs. I'm just going to be standing there screaming like an idiot. <laughs> you know, you uh, you hate to see it. I mean, I, I hate to see it, truly. I want success for you, but yeah, you I'm do. happy to give you not success. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everywhere I go, it's like I turn around, I'm like, let me invite Dan in this thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bamboozle him. Nope, he stands in the way again. <laughs> Bet you regret inviting me to join that league now, oh, huh? This is going to... This is going to be terrible. I could see it already. Anyway, uh, so, yes, uh, playoff on the line. So, first question, first real question. What's your deal? Uh, where's the trade machine come from? What, what's that all about? Because you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the, the trade machine, that originated back in 2017 when I decided to take this unprecedented strategy of just trading all of my players every week basically <laughs> i at one point during that season owned all of the top 10 running backs at the end of the season <laughs> just kept just kept swapping them out and swapping them out and uh every week it panned out and every week the guys popped off and that was the kareem hunt year kareem hunt's rookie season so oh, he was yeah. the anchor of that squad and uh i rode him to my first championship and your, is that yeah, your that's last the, that is my last championship yes mm. so we're we're five years in the making this could be our year uh, uh, i don't know about that rivalry week you may get booted out by her not injured <laughs> that's a good point but uh, uh yeah then the then the trade machine brand just kept uh kind of kept rolling and it worked to an extent but it never worked the way it did that first season so i kind of had to I kind of had to give it up after I traded away a couple of probably championship teams, just making silly trades. So I, I hung it up, you know, I still like a trade here and there, but. You were living up the name. You were trying to live. It became bigger than you. 
it was it did it was, it was, it was the brand you know i did it for the brand and uh, everybody bought in everybody wanted to trade with me all the time and it turned into me just giving up all my good players for guys that i thought were good players <laughs> just for, the trade. <laughs> for the brand i think we made a trade on call of duty one night one or two we did yes i believe it was uh curtis samuel and uh mike thomas mm. mike thomas was involved yeah, i remember I, that i can't remember who but i i ended up getting the better of the deal i think yes of course you did you saboteur I, <laughs> totally <laughs> unintentional of course <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure we're gonna get to that in a minute <laughs> Oh, oh man, um, yeah, you're like Jim from the office. Whenever he traded those magic, or no, Dwight, and then Jim traded him the magic beans. Oh yes, yep, yes. When he started with a candle or something and worked his way all the way up to a telescope, and then Jim traded him a pack of beans for the telescope. <laughs> so I always feel like I'm working with you when you try to trade. I know, I know. That's I think that's the problem with that original trade machine brand is everybody's a little on edge now when i try to trade with them because they think i'm going to try to fleece them which was oh, never yeah. my intention for the record i never wanted to fleece anybody and i try to make the most fair the risk for the record uh, as many times as you want it doesn't mean we don't know what's going on here you're probably going to give some witch spell at the end about how it'd be a real shame this happened oh <laughs> i wouldn't dream of it you know me <laughs> I'm just an honest, hardworking guy trying to win a fantasy yeah. championship. Mm -hmm. So tell us about the witching hour. You're also a father. Um, yeah, the, we need the team history. And I think one of the best running jokes in our group chat and in our league is how you like to use dark magic and sorcery to <laughs> every oh. message you say. It's completely turned into, oh, he's up to something. It does. It does. And, you know, you guys might be right. I might be up to something with all of those messages, but I also <laughs> might not be. So you'll never know. <laughs> Thanks for that, clearing that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I just I just thought I should give everyone some clarity on uh, my stance there. <laughs> Thanks. So, yeah, the witching hour. I mean, I started off just like I'd be losing matchups. And then I'd send something to the group chat like, oh, you know, this guy just didn't bother to show up today. And then next thing you know, he would get a touchdown. And it just, it started off as just kind of a joke. And then it really just kept happening over and over again. So I just kept riding the wave. And yeah, I really embraced the dark magic. You have. I mean, I think it happened this weekend too. I don't, know, I don't remember what you said. You're like, oh no, I played the wrong guy. And then I texted like, I was watching the games live and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Oh yeah. And it was like five, five seconds after that. And I'll give remember you who the, it was. Uh, I'll give you the, this weekend. So this weekend I was playing against uh, the one percenters, great squad. Mm -hmm. We love everything they yep. do over there. We love their milk. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I was just down, down big early and it was not looking good. I like my team just didn't show up. And so I went to Costco as uh. I do on Sundays <laughs> from time to time when it's a pressing matter. And no joke, I didn't even bother to text the group chat, but I, I was walking through Costco and I looked down at my phone and there's Evan Ingram touchdown. 
Garrett Wilson catches another one, another one, another one. And all of a sudden I'm up by like 15 or 20 points. And I was like, wow, I actually have a shot at this. <laughs> so yeah. So Costco, you just go to Costco and uh, everything will happen that you want. He goes and picks up his, um, his uh, witch's brew. That's what he does. Anytime the chips are down you, and he doesn't answer his phone, you know, he's driving to Costco for sure. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it's a desperation play for sure. But you know, it works. Five times I, out yeah. of ten. <laughs> <laughs> the old 50%. The old 50%. And, you know, I that's what, you, it, that's what that's, they said. Uh, that's more than 1%. And uh, I had more points than them this last week. So, yeah, what can you do? Yep. <laughs> um, all right. So your power animal, the wolf. Mm-hmm. You in the sack? Maybe more of a werewolf for you because you're like a shape shifting sorcerer. What do you Absolutely. think about the power animal? Oh, I think the power animal is perfect. I've I've enjoyed the power animal concept this year. I really enjoy the the turtle battles that have happened. Oh, yes. That's uh that was kind of my favorite uh running joke <laughs> of the league. You know, it's the what was it, Hell in a Shell that you yes. coined? I think that was that was that was an all timer right there. So <laughs> The turtles were were a lot of fun to see them battling oh, out. Man. That was the gifts were fantastic because the first weekend there was the real like hell in a shell. There was just like forty turtle gifts that went back <laughs> different ones. Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. It was spectacular. It's everything yeah. we dreamed it would be. We gotta and wait. I'm, I'm calling my shot here. You know, I think uh, I think Charlie is gonna take back his power animal this year. You. He's yeah. gonna have the shell heading He's into the. Take- He's going to take the shell. He's not going to make the playoffs, unfortunately, because the spooky ghosts are, you know, they're, they're so powerful. But uh, I do think he's going to take the take the turtle back. So, yeah, I still don't. I keep looking at those standings and it's like zero percent for DK's piercings, which is Charlie. And I just don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. I feel like I, there's a way he can get in. I thought there was. But I've looked at the numbers, and he just doesn't have enough points scored. Okay. He's, I mean, there's just there's going to be too many teams that are potentially six and eight at the end, and yeah, one of them's going to get in. But he's like a hundred points back from the other teams that could be six and eight. So unless he just goes, you know, goes off two hundred plus, two hundred plus, which would totally. Be- <laughs> he just needs the perfect DraftKings Millie Maker lineup when. Just an all timer from from the DK's piercings. Yeah. Okay. But so that clarifies. He's going to take me. down the spooky ghost this weekend and get his uh, get his shell back. So. Del Nino rises to the top. Oh, that guy. Yep. That guy. He's beat the wheels off of me like twice this year. He's everybody a lot of points. He scores a lot of points, and I know that's part of the the two hundred and fifty percent formula. So. Which is now three hundred percent. We upped it. Oh, we did. That's right. We did. Okay. Yep. I like that. Uh, so, which which of the bottom two teams would you think would make a run in the playoffs? Power rank the bottom two teams. Oh, it's it's got to be it's got to be the H and I. You know. Yes. The Sad Cats. They've. It's. The ship has sailed on them. You know, it's a it's a lost cause this year. They know that. They made a trade with me to uh, cement their future, which was very smart. But yeah, I'd say you're the you're the top of the bottom two. 
Yes, I've been at the bo- I've been at the top of the power rankings at the bottom of the league all year. So. <laughs> we we don't believe in consolation prizes, but success this one this one we do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the uh, in the show, there's actually a uh, a poll that I'm doing. We always do the uh, the the uh, poll of the week, and it's more festive theme this week. Uh, so for Christmas. Um, in the holidays, there's different ways you can deliver gifts. So, do you go with the gift bag, or do you like wrapping the gifts yourself in wrapping paper? Oh, I'm a wrap the presents myself kind of guy. Fantastic. That's how I, I like just, it. I love wrapping gifts. <laughs> I just think I just I mean I'm not even like a great wrapper, but I just feel like you know if there's just something more personal about the wrapping. You know, a gift bag is like what you do for a like a coworker or something, you know, something there quick you, you throw together, but like wrapping your presents for your family, what you got to do. Yes, I totally agree. There's nothing like wrapping paper all over the floor Christmas morning or whatever day. Um, all right. So you are seven and six, the only seven and six team in the league. You're right in the mix. You're atop the log jam at fourth place. How much did it cost you of your soul? Oh, nearly everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was tough. I had to, you know, I had to dig deep and uh, make a lot of, uh, a lot of promises to the dark, the dark powers that be Mm -hmm. in order to get here. And I don't know if this is a sustainable strategy, but we're going to hope that it is. For this year if it pays off who knows like yeah, the rams I just, I just don't know if i i don't think this team that i have put together right now is a true championship team we're missing a piece or two unfortunately you should have traded with me i tried i know i had a bunch, I had a couple i should have done that it's been a it's been a disaster of a year it would have worked out really good for you you'd have a jamar chase i offered you jamar chase for dalvin straight up I know. I mean, what was I doing? You you still had hope though, you know, and hope is a dangerous thing. It was. I was sitting there thinking like, oh, Taylor, Cook, you know, one of these other jabronis I could throw in there. But anyways, enough about that and my <laughs> sorrows. Um, how did your <laughs> how did your team celebrate after winning rivalry week the first time and now hurt not injures failures this year? Ever since that point. Oh, well, I, uh, you know how we always celebrate. I took the squad out for a nice dinner at Costco. <laughs> the hot dogs and the pizza, baby. They love it. They love it. They can't get enough of it. <laughs> you know, it's, it really just boosts team morale, gets everybody ready to go for the following week. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they like to do to celebrate. They're a cheap <laughs> date. Well, I mean, take them down to 1% store. Everything's 1% off. Ooh, you know, I love shopping at that bargain bin. <laughs> Anything you want to say to your rival? What makes the rivalry so contentious? Oh, I I think it's just the it's it's just so much fun to like do our trash talking back and forth, you know? Like we Oh, we've we've always had a good time with it. It always stays like cordial, you know, we 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 never get too carried away with it. There's never any like bitterness, but uh Oh, no. But yeah, it's just, 
it's just so much fun to like be matched up with you. And then, you know, we're watching the scores text in every five minutes on Sunday. I'm like, Oh, there <laughs> it is. Yes. And it, it always ends. I'm looking, uh, you have, I have, you have five wins. I have three wins. So it's been lopsided, but, but not, not as lopsided as I remember it being. So that's actually, yeah. I think I made a push last year. Oh yeah, you probably swept me last year in that move yeah. with your uh, your championship reign. Yes, which will go down in history. So yeah, that probably swung it. But I think at one point before last year, it was me one win, you five wins. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you're still my careful. Opponent. I have the worst record against you. So that's well, a that's fact. Good. I like to hear that. That makes yeah, me feel so. Good. It's one of those rivalries where it's like, oh, it's a rival. And then you look at the stats. No, it's not. Um, you know, that was a interesting thing I noticed about the spooky ghosts was going into this year. I was eight and one against them all time. Whoa. They have uh, swept me this season. So, uh, <laughs> so, so now it's this year. That didn't last very long. <laughs> so that wasn't, that wasn't great. You know, that's what I get for calling it out. I, I remember I, I sent that to the group chat and was like, man, you know, I really have Ryan's number. and. I did until I said something and it goes against my nature, you know, only say the negative things. Don't rub it in people's faces, but I chose yeah. to do that and look where it got me. Same to me. I called them the fluky ghosts and then it's been downhill ever since. So, mm. but you know, the injury bug has bit his team and uh, he's got a bit of a running back dilemma down in Tampa mm. Bay. So I don't know if his uh, championship team after all, He's got to figure out who to play because both of them did pretty well. So that's going to be a tough decision for the ghosts for it'd sure. Be a, real, be a real shame if the ghosts didn't win a championship again for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. That's not me saying that that's that is sorcery being thrown out. So please, if he mentions you go drink, go put some garlic around your neck or something for this yes, weekend. Be, be very careful. <laughs> so, did you get your guys in the I, draft? I did get most of my guys. I botched a couple. You know, I really wanted Saquon. That was a, he was one of my guys going into the year, which I think most of us, Saquon was one of our guys. Yep. Um, of course, you know, C.D. Lamb, always my guy, but he's my keeper, so that was easy. Uh, I went out and got my guy, Jamar Chase, but... Yes, of course, I had to trade him in the desperation move to try to save the season. So that was unfortunate. Austin Eckler is not my guy for the record. He's just yeah. a guy that serves a purpose on my team. <laughs> Who happens to be like the number two overall running back. So, you know, I mean, he's a good guy, but not my guy. Not your guy. Yeah, <laughs> but you're a Bengals guy. That leads me right into the next question. You're a Bengals fan. Mm-hmm. Where you didn't talk about the Super Bowl. Does it still hurt? Oh, it'll never stop hurting. That was uh, that was awful. I sat there when that game ended after the after Samaj P. Ryan chose to not dive for that last play on fourth oh, down. Man. I still hate the guy. He's on my roster right now too. I I mean he's another guy that's serving a purpose. Love Joe Mixon, great guy, but P. Ryan, not my guy. Uh, just yeah, a guy. yeah, just a guy, <laughs> a guy who uh, didn't make the effort in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, no, still oh, yeah. super disappointing. And uh, I think there was a lot of calls that could have gone either way in that game. 
it was uh, it was a bummer you know i i sat in silence for like 30 minutes shed a few tears you know as an adult man it's just you know yep. not, not something you're proud of but it happens <laughs> what a what a ride though do you remember when the niners beat the Bengals last year that was fun yeah we uh bet on that game right yes we did yep that yes. was like 20 dollars in your pocket and jimmy g which i probably gave right back to you in another bet that we made somehow <laughs> well, yeah i'm I'm sure i i think if we looked back lifetime between all the random bets we've made it would just be a total wash like we might as well have <laughs> yeah. not made any of them <laughs> that being said would you like to put a friendly wager on this week's matchup for fantasy yeah uh you probably have I mean we've seen my roster here do i have to keep it within a certain <laughs> yeah yeah i could give you a i could give you a spread I think they actually have. I think they actually have the spread. I think it's minus like fifty nine right now. I think (laughs) because you don't have a lineup set. Uh, Why don't have anybody put in there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, what a show this has been for my team. Jeez, yeah, we'll come up with something. I don't know. Yeah, the line. The line is the witching hour minus 56.7 currently. Give me hurt, not injured. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the points. (laughs) Yes. Give me that all day. Once I figure out who's going to play, you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, we'll figure something out. But I like it. Playoff outlook. Who's the favorite? Does your team have what it takes? Ooh, you know, I don't think my team has what it takes, unfortunately. I'm oh. going to be one of those, like, happy-to-be-here guys, like, where I've just been battling to to get there. I mean, you know, anything could happen in the playoffs. Like, it's one fluky week away from losing everything. I mean, we remember the Birds of War, you know, a few years ago. They had that absolute buzzsaw. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And, and just, you know, things crumbled right before their eyes you know best team in the league goes down yes so you know was... anything could happen i i think there's a chance but it's probably unlikely i would say you know stadel nino's got to be the favorite yeah he's been he's been on fire he's won three in a row rbu revolution ever since they went back they've won three in a row um new management has flown up the the rankings and the star your studs are also on a three game winning streak and they're they're hanging around. They are so there's a lot of teams. I think the I think the studs are gonna fall just short and not make mm. the playoffs, unfortunately. So, you know, it's a real shame that we're not gonna have to face them. Um new management, <laughs> you know, I like I like what they're doing there. It's a very unique strategy that we have not really seen deployed before. Yeah. This whole uh I'm going to start the whole Cowboys backfield and every pass catcher for the Raiders, <laughs> but it seems to be working. So <laughs> they're, bu- I mean, up. both those offenses score a ton of points recently. Yeah. That's yeah, the crazy you know. thing. Tony Pollard, that guy, that's a league winner right there. Who knew? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it won't be so, a league winner for new management because you know, they're not going to win but for, league, somebody but else, for somebody else. That's yeah, different league. Somebody else. That's definitely a league winner. The the birds of war are at it again. They've lost three in a row. So you is four hundred one k. They've lost two the birds, in a row. The birds of war just uh, 
I feel like they they got stagnant, you know? They got a little bit complacent. They were like, oh, we're really good. And then, uh, you know, they, they didn't shake things up at all towards the end of the year. I didn't make as many trades at the deadline as I thought they would. That Cooper Cup yep. trade was weird. Yeah. I get yeah, it. That was weird. The risk is... The risk is kind of worth it, and you get a pretty solid keeper, you know, keeper cup, as they call him. Nice. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, Rashad White would be a better guy to have on the squad right now than IR Cooper Cup. But, yeah, again, what do I know? But it also threw the ghosts into a conundrum of having to figure out who to play in it. So maybe it was an inside job. It could have been an inside job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm looking at the ghosts roster and I just with these injuries that have been popping up, you know, Josh Jacobs, of course, could could lead the lead the squad to victory, but I don't know. I just I think they're beatable. Yeah. We couldn't beat him. We actually we didn't really beat anybody. As my wife famously said, who did the, who lost to you? They're not winning. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> Your wife's interview was fantastic. Baker Mayfield, <laughs> favorite player in the league. It's, it was love that. Baker Mayfield, the guy from the Patriots. And then <laughs> who's the running back? I was like, Kamara? Yeah, that guy. And then Tom Brady. She didn't know who Tom Brady was. <laughs> that like guy I said, from the Patriots, you know. <laughs> um, all right. So so far since the merger. I ask everybody this. What's the best memory of the league and the best change to the league? What's your, what say you? Oh man. You know, it's unfair being the last guest on here because everyone has said the summit. So, you know, I'm not going to say the summit. I'm going to say just becoming like good friends with like strangers, basically over (laughs) fantasy football. Yeah. I think that's like, like me and like, you know, Chris, we end up just in random conversations about trades, you know, birds of war. Sorry, not Chris. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and then me and the one percenters, you know, didn't know them either. And we chatted up all the time just about random football stuff. And then you and I, of course. So I think building those connections that I would have otherwise never made. And then me and you meeting, leading to the connections with all the other guys out on the East Coast. So yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, the the league is really built a lot of bridges it has it's crazy too like it's you know from the pacific northwest to the southeastern you know it really is like it was part of the reason why i wanted to do the podcast in case any other any other people listen which they do we have other listeners um and to be I'm like so all this who those people are i i mean it's there's like germany and liberia and canada like it's like <laughs> it's it's crazy man um so if you're listening from there thanks for listening um, yeah. But it just shows it's like, dude, like you said, how you can have those outreach and how it can lead to other, you know, communications and relationships and, you know, video games and things like that. And then you get to know people about their um, personal lives and kids and significant others and all that stuff. It's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, just I think that's that's got to be the best part of this league is all all of those, you know, connections. It's really cool. Yeah, and then I think I think we're gonna rev up the the summit once again this year. The group message just went out again, so I think we're doing it in Nashville. Is that what I? That is what I understand, and I will be there. Yes, man, Nashville. 
looking forward to checking out the East Coast. The farthest east I've ever been is Denver currently for the last summit. So this will be another new adventure. Oh, you guys are going to love Asheville, man. It's it's just it's a it's a unique place in North Carolina. So it's great. But OK, yeah, and the other part of your question, the best change to the league. Oh, man, I would have to say. Honestly, I think it's moving to like half PPR because we were a standard league for so long and it's just such a like, I don't know, it just really like evens out the playing field a little bit for like those pass catching running backs and like some of those receivers that, you know, don't get as many touchdowns. So I think that was like a, that was a great change for the league, which, well, I mean, it went right along with the NFL, you know, like the NFL is not a turnaround and hand it off for there's like two guys where they get, they touch the ball 40 times a game, like it running exactly. back. Yeah. Volume has gone way down for everybody in the last five years or so. So yeah, I right. think, I think that was a, that was probably the best. Well, one of the best, we've made a lot of great moves. You know, the defense scoring would be another one. Oh, that, yes. Love I think that. Every league needs to have that. You know, I'm the commissioner of another league and then Austin, the, RBU is the commissioner of another league and I help him run that one. And we've switched the defenses in both those to the same as ours, just because once you go that way, you can't go back. And I lobbied for the one that the other league that we're in. Yeah. To do that. And that shockingly got vetoed. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, those guys who play DraftKings, and they're like, it, it looks like it's hard for me to conceptualize what's going on. And I'm like, okay, maybe we'll vote on it next year. (laughs) But, Anyways, I, mean, I hope so. Yeah, that's the way to go. Anything else you want to say to the league? Any changes you you would like to lobby for? This is your time. No, no. You know, I think we're in a pretty good place right now. I like uh, I like everything we're doing, and you know, I just uh, I just want to say to the league that uh, unfortunately I won't be winning this year. Um, <laughs> so best of luck to the rest of you who will be winning. I look forward mm-hmm. to seeing how it plays out. Yeah, that's a real shame for you. Real it shame. Is. You got an 83% you know? chance of winning. You got your biggest rival on the... It'd be a real shame if anything were to happen to your 83% chance. Hey, I'm not ruling it out. You know, I there's a chance I lose to you this weekend, don't make the playoffs, and that's it. I would feel so bad <laughs> about that. You would, would not just, feel bad at all. Oh, dude. I, that would be... I'd get another shirt made. Just like I, <laughs> I'd be like, I've ruined the witching hours season. And I couldn't be happier. And that's exactly what it would say. You would, on the back of it, it would have to have ding dong, the witch is dead. Yes. It'd just be the heels of the witch coming out from under the house. And a picture of me (laughs) in a witch hat. Yes. Your little uh, bitmoji or whatever that thing's called. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which I refuse to take that witch hat off until the season's over. you can't. (laughs) Oh, man. So that's it. That's all the questions now. You think you're going to get out of here without me mentioning Will Lutz and Jared Cook, you son of a gun. How do I still to this day, every time I watch Will Lutz kick a field goal, I'm going to be like, miss it, miss it. You scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the legend of Billy Lugnuts. Oh my gosh. You want to talk about that, huh? Oh, that was the, that was like the worst. (laughs) Yep. That was, uh, so I, I was playing. Tell the people. (laughs) <laughs> playing against HNI, it was a it was a super close matchup, 
and I was going into the Monday night game and I was down by 15 or 14 points. And I talked to the 401k uh, Fidelity Mutual Fund squad and I had Johnu Smith was my tight end. That's who it and, was. And he needed a tight end and he had a kicker. And I was like, hey, I want to try to manufacture a win this week. You know, so let me trade you Johnu Smith for Will Lutz. And we did the trade and Will Lutz scored 15 points and got me oh, the W on gosh. Monday night. And I think it that was, that knocked me out of the playoffs. It was incredible. <laughs> it was awful. It was so bad. And I look back and it was like, if I had just won that game, I would have been in the playoffs. I think it was, was it two years ago? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it, was my. A, it was such a, such a short sighted move that like, I, I mean, I, I didn't have another tight end. Like, you know, there was no, like, <laughs> there was no logic behind it. I was like, I just think I can win a matchup right now. And you know what they say, get the wins when you can, cause they might count later. Yes. They, I don't even know if you made the playoffs. It was, I think, like you said, it was so short-sighted. You're like, I could wreck his, I could wreck his season. And it did. That was exactly, and, that was, I don't, I think I missed the playoffs that year. One of the few yeah. years I did not make it in, but I, I got the W and made uh, an all-time fantasy memory. That was, <laughs> so. that is etched in my brain forever, forever, whatever fantasy league I'm ever in. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this dude. And that, 401k was like the first uh, interview we did for those of you that remember. And he's also the co-MC. So how could you do that to me, co-MC? Come on. We're butterflies. Yep. We need to stick together. You thought he was an ally, but... I did. You were mistaken. Uh, I don't blame him. I mean, he was trying to get a win, too, probably. Oh, yeah. And And he got a tight end that was actually good for the rest of the season. All I got was a kicker that won me one week. (laughs) (laughs) Who I probably dropped at some point. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. That was incredible. So, all right. Well, <laughs> this was fun, man. This oh, is this a perfect is interview. Thanks for having for me. I appreciate rivalry it. Rivalry week. Thanks for coming on, dude. All right, man. Take care. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Okay. What a time it was with the witching hour. Great interview, back and forth, but a lot of fun talking to that guy. Love doing those interviews. Maybe we'll get a few special guests on for some playoff previews as the regular season comes to a close. Thanks for following along. We're still going to go through the playoffs, do the playoff matchups, um, all that stuff. So great time. A lot of fun. A lot, of, a lot of good times ripping on each other and ripping on some of the league mates. That's what it's all about. So this has been episode 14. Thanks for listening in. Uh, good luck this week. Hope you get what you need. Get in the playoffs. Uh, also, as always, I do have another podcast with some of my other friends called The Millie Goats. You can find it everywhere. Spotify, Apple. Uh, we have a website. So if you want, check it out. Um, But until next time, next week, good luck to those trying to get in the playoffs. Really hope I don't ruin uh, the witching hour season. Be a real shame. So we'll see you next week for the playoff preview.